WebmasterRadio.fm. Stand by for the hook. Welcome to The Hook with Katie Kempner, Vice President of Agency Communications at Crispin Porter & Bogusky, the most awarded advertising agency in the world. Every Tuesday at the intersection of advertising and PR, The Hook, where Katie talks with advertising visionaries, top journalists, cutting-edge creatives, authors, and PR gurus. Hear what these industry insiders have to say about the changing landscape of advertising and PR today. Now here's your host, Katie Kempner. Hello, I'm Katie Kempner. Today is Tuesday, March 28th, and you are listening to The Hook, where each week I talk to advertising, branding, and public relations insiders who are both leading and covering the industry. Hopefully, by listening to these thought leaders, you will find inspiration and new ideas and have some fun along the way. Today, I am extremely pleased to be joined by Teresa Aizi, editor of Creativity Magazine. Creativity Magazine, which is an ad age group publication, is the magazine within the advertising industry for creatives. And this month's Creativity is their 20th anniversary issue. They have an amazing issue, and I want to talk all about it, and I am delighted to welcome Teresa to my show. Hello! Hello, Katie. How are you? I'm extremely happy to be here. I'm so happy to hear that. So uh, let's jump right in. Okay. When I said Creativity is is the premier magazine for creatives, it really is. And when I say creatives, I mean, you know, very broadly from creative directors to copywriters, art directors, production people, all music company, and all these people sort of look to creativity to take the pulse of the industry. Can you tell us a little bit about the magazine for, like, the four people that don't know about it already? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, well, thank you for your kind words. Um, creativity started, as you just mentioned, 20 years ago as an insert into advertising age and um, has really grown from there into, um, yeah, I think, the leading trade publication among the creative set. And it's something we have done over the last couple of years is um, expand the scope of the creative world that we cover. We are the sort of um, premier magazine for the agency creatives. Um, but as you said, we also cater to the production community, designers, and increasingly marketers, media people, and so on, as the creative dialogue sort of gets bigger and bigger. And people mm-hmm. recognize that creativity and innovation are really sort of at the heart of everything. So... Um, you know, I, I sort of sum it up as we cover the ideas, the execution, and the personalities. So let me ask you also then, you, you spearheaded a major redesign, which mm-hmm. debuted in this anniversary issue. What are, what are some of the major changes? Well, the first major change is, you can see just looking at the cover, we redesigned the logo, which um, in its own way, I think it stands alone just as a, a beautiful and simple yet interesting logo, but... If, if you sort of read into it a little bit, it's kind of a new way of looking at creativity, and you'll have to see the magazine to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it kind of um, represents um, the sort of larger changes in the magazine, because the, the redesign happened on two levels. A, you know, we just wanted to refresh the look, the logo and the inside pages, and just sort of bring it up to date a little bit, make it a little easier to read, uh, more accessible. But it's also um, meant to really showcase, um, you know, the changes that have happened to creativity over the last couple of years as we have broadened the scope of what we're talking about. And, you know, we've done things like introduce the Creative Marketers Report, and we've started talking more and more about design and, um, you know, just brought more and more people into the discussion. We really wanted to showcase that and also, you know, invite more people into the discussion and make this publication um, more accessible to people, while still, you know, we will s- still are and will always be um, the magazine of creative people. But well, everyone it looks wants fantastic. to be fantastic. Oh, I'm sorry. It looks fantastic. I just want to Thank say that I love the new logo. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 good. I love it too, and I think it'll, um, you know, the, it'll work really well. It really showcases the art on the cover. And it's interesting when when your um, the name of your publication is a word, mm-hmm. um, 
it's this we thought was really interesting and in that it becomes more of an iconic brand um the way the logo is done it's something that you know you can see wearing on a t-shirt or something i actually i could totally see this on a t-shirt i'm looking at it right now it'd be a very cool t-shirt mm-hmm. and it, is it all, it's always going to be the green no the um the color will change just depending on the art on the cover and mm-hmm. you see the the lettering is either see-through or it's white also just depending on what we have on the cover mm-hmm. um so yeah, I'm I'm really excited. If you just it's just such an exciting time now in terms of, you know, what's happening in the ad industry and creativity now is rightly being seen as the way forward for agencies and marketers who know that, you know, nobody has to interact with their message, that people are harder to reach, but if you do offer the right product, the right experience, whatever, you can find huge success. So there's so many um new opportunities open to creatives and marketers and everybody. Mm-hmm. to do completely new things and reach people in new ways. But there are also huge challenges. So, you know, that's what we're, um, we're really aiming to document all of that and bring some new thinking in and, um, you know, just have fun while we're doing it. Well, it looks terrific. I have so many things I want to talk to you about, the 20th anniversary issue. So let's take a tiny little break, and as soon as we come back, we will talk about the 20th anniversary issue of Creativity. Back after okay. this. Sit tight and don't move. The Hook will be back after this short break. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the Internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your Internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. You're brilliant. brilliant at creating innovative ideas, ideas, building brand value, and increasing customer loyalty. But when it comes to measuring, testing, and optimizing every online interaction, you need help. In the fast-changing new world of marketing, the web is where it's happening. Where it's happening. That's why a powerful online marketing performance management solution is the next major evolution for web trends and for you. Web trends. Web trends marketing lab. You bring the art, we'll deliver the science. Learn more now at webtrends.com. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. Just a little bit about the hook. The hook. The hook. The hook. What I hope to do with the hook is to give you the chance to hear what my friends and colleagues are thinking about doing. 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 People in the marketing, PR advertising industries right on the forefront and including people that cover these industries so what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is help you make your job easier what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is join me each week two 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 o'clock on tuesday tuesday intersection of advertising and pr katie yes i'm the real katie yo you want to slim katie so just demonstrating so won't the real slim katie please stand up please stand up please stand up Cause I'm Slim Katie, yes I'm the real Katie All you other Slim Katies are just imitating So won't the real Slim Katie Please stand up, please stand up, please stand up Right here, right here, right here Right here, right here, right here On webmasterradio.fm On the Now back to The Hook. The intersection of advertising and PR. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hi, welcome back. I'm Katie Kempner, and today I am talking to Teresa Aizi, editor of Creativity Magazine. Hello, thank you for being with me, Teresa. 
Hello, you're welcome. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> this sounds funny somehow. I don't know. <laughs> we should just be doing this over at like a cocktail or something, but I was okay. actually just thinking that. <laughs> It would be much more apropos of most of our meetings if there were alcohol involved. Exactly. So I wanted to talk a little about the anniversary issue. This issue marks the 20th anniversary of creativity. Congratulations. Thank you. And it it's really an amazing one. You say in your editor's letter that it was fun and yet agonizing to wallow, and I use the word <laughs> you used, in 20 years' worth of great creativity since it was a time period that yielded such important advertising and cultural events that influenced business today. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if you could sort of elaborate on that. Sure. It was, it was we certainly did wallow. Um, you know, we were just sort of, you know, writhing around in um, 20 years' worth of great creativity and sort of calling up everybody and getting all of these great um, ads together and looking at them and all the people who are the most influential over these 20 years and sort of putting together um, an issue that, you know, really kind of hit on all the important moments and all the important people. And Mm -hmm. so it was fun, you know, when we're getting all these ads in, I would just just want to watch them all day long. There's just such amazing, amazing work from this time period from some great agencies. Um, I say agonizing because, you know, when you're, when you're trying to do an issue that um, has some lists in it, you know, we did our Creativity 50, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little later on, and um, a list of the top ads from this time period. It's just agonizing because you have to make a call and you have to, you know, say, here's what we thought and our audience thought were, was the best work. And um, so, yeah, it was, it was an incredibly long and intense exercise, but it was really fun and we got to talk to some amazing, amazing people who contributed some really interesting thoughts to the magazine um, in terms of writing columns for us, people like Jeff Goodby and Jim Riswald. And as well, we've just got a huge number of people to contribute um, their definition of creativity, so scattered throughout the book. And this is one of my favorite things about this issue, are the answers um, that people gave us to the question, what is creativity? So, you know, people like Ridley Scott and Dan Wyden and uh, just like a million creatives weighed in with some really interesting answers. Do you have any off the top of your head that um, that you remember? Yeah, I actually have the issue here because I wanted to. Um, <laughs> I wanted to give you a few of these. Let me just find one. There was one by the director Noam Murrow, mm-hmm. um, who said something like, "4 a.m. Egos in the toaster." Here it is: 4 a.m. Wide awake, nauseous, anxious, everyone asleep. Two egos in the toaster, waiting. <laughs> so there's some really um, creative definitions. Um, and I would just encourage you to get your issue of creativity and read them all. I have it right here in front of me, and everyone <laughs> else should have a copy, too. And actually, let's talk about the cover for a second. I mean, the cover shot has such an amazing collection of, you know, top creative talent. Lee Klaus on the cover, from Shia, Cliff Freeman, David Droga, Eric Silver, Bob Greenberg, Brian Buckley. Yeah. Um, Alex Bogusky, my boss, John Kamen, Paul Levois. I love saying that name. Paul Levois. <laughs> Paul Levois. Yeah. Paul Levois from Taxi. So, I mean, it was a terrific shoot, and I know that because I was there, but I was there as a bystander. Mm-hmm. What, what was it like for you to see all these people in one place and, and coming out to support your magazine? It was... Um it was amazing. It was so much fun. Um, as you know, I was I was coming from another venue where we were doing the one-on-one interview with Lee Clow and, and Alex Bogusky. So I was running from Soho House where that was taking place and, you know, bringing Lee Clow over. And I walked into the studio. I just saw all these people there. I'm like, oh, hey, there's, you know, <laughs> there's him and there's him and there's him. And it was just so so much fun to have them together and I was really surprised that there were introductions going on that there were you know some of these guys didn't know each other Mm -hmm. so they were having a good time and there's just the photographer um, Richard Corman was amazing just it was just a very fun experience and I'm sure next we're going to talk about the fact that I just said there's him and there's him and there's him and not her 
<laughs> Why, as a matter of fact, I thought perhaps I would ask where the women were. Yeah. Um, I guess this is a really um, troubling, I guess, topic. And, um, you know, it was really sort of hard to put this list together. And um, I should say, though, just to start off the conversation, that there was a woman invited to the cover shoot, and she couldn't make it. So um, mm-hmm. that was really, really unfortunate. One and woman. I'm, I'm tempted to say something like, isn't that just like a woman to be more concerned with, you know, doing her work than getting the glory? But <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want to give in to things like that because it's, it's one of the things that really bothers me um, when, you know, when we do sort of get into a discussion of women in the industry. I was reading, um, there was a columnist in Ad Age a while ago that, that so incensed me that I was inspired to write a letter to uh, Scott Donaton and Jonah Bloom, the editors of Advertising Age. Mm-hmm. Um, she was talking about marketing to women, and she was grouping women who make up whatever, 51% of the population, into this you know, homogenous group that thought the same way and felt the same way and bought the same way, and women like more emotional ads. It was just like, it, it really bothers me that sort of, um, you know, making generalizations and so on. So I won't do that. But anyway, the people on the cover are, mm-hmm. came from our list, the Creativity 50, the 50 most influential people over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And that list is not just creative directors. It's um, directors, designers, people like the founders of Google, um, Phil Knight from Nike, uh, you know, video game creators, just a, a bigger list of creative influencers. And it, it's kind of indicative of where we're going with creativity in terms of looking at the broader landscape of creativity. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's a lot of people to get in a list of 50. So what we did, we came up with our list. And, you know, I had my list and, and other people here had their list. And then we went to the, the creative community and we did a survey and we asked creative directors and designers and, you know, people that represented the kinds of people on the list and asked mm-hmm. them, who, who influenced you most over these 20, in this 20-year period? And this is the list we got. And um, I just felt that I had to go with the names that came up over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And those are the names that are on our Creativity 50 list. And those are the people that um, ended up making it to the cover. Again, there's a woman that is on the list and was invited to the cover, but unfortunately she couldn't make it. So, you know, it is, um, I have a lot of strong personal feelings on, on women's issues and the status of women in the world generally. It's something that I think a lot about, but I didn't think this was the venue for my voicing that. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, it is the, the cover and the list kind of reflects a sad reality today. And it's funnily enough, there were a lot of influential women in effect in sort of the era before this this one, the 1986 to present, um, you know, yeah. Mary Wells Lawrence and people like that. Um, but, you know, I, so I've got a lot of letters about, about the cover and about the list. And, you know, they're bringing up people like Linda Kaplan-Taylor, who do respect. I think she's an amazing business person and has a great agency and so on. But mm-hmm. just this, this list, we are creative snobs, you know, we have to be. So this list is... Um, you know, the people that really made the, bre- the groundbreaking work, the, the work that gets into books and, and award shows, not that awards, you know, are the be-all and end-all, but they are something. Um, and just the people that people point to as, you know, the pinnacle of creativity. So anyway, not to put too fine a point on it. That was No, that. no, no, but I think you have, I mean, I, I really do think you have a very good point, and I have a lot of feelings on it too, and this probably isn't the you know, the time to, I always try to sort of bring up whenever I'm talking to a successful woman like you, you know, why do you think there aren't more women in advertising? And I think maybe I say that enough already, but, Mm -hmm. but, um, so let's talk more about the Creativity 50 then, because it is an amazing list. I mean, maybe I could just throw out a couple people on there and you could sort of talk about them. Sure. Well, Alex Bogusky, who is on the list, um, his idol really from starting out and you heard him talk about it at the um at the one-on-one that that mm-hmm. you did uh at the soho house was lee clow maybe mm-hmm. you could just talk a little bit about lee clow and his influence and how he made it on well he's a clear choice for the creativity 50 but how he made it on 
Yeah, I think he was, you know, kind of a, a no-brainer in terms yeah. of um, just a huge influence on the advertising industry and having a hand in so many amazing campaigns, um, you know, including Apple that is still a brand. It's not just the advertising work they've done, but everything the brand stands for, including obviously 1984, which many people dub the uh, best ad ever. But yeah, I think Lee is just so, so interesting. And I loved what what Alex, (laughs) how Alex described when he first saw him and he was this surfer dude walking around. He was like, wow, you can be that, which is great. But, um, you know, just his, um, he talked a lot during that interview about, you know, his thoughts about how everything is media and how he wants to, um, what I found really interesting is talking about turning TBWA into a media arts company and really having such a, a great grasp on that it's not just the TV commercial, it's not just the whatever, it's, it's the whole package. And, um, yeah, he's just, um, he's Lee Clow, man. He's Lee Clow, <laughs> man. Hey, how about uh, Bob Greenberg from RGA? He's somebody that's been getting a lot of attention lately, although he's been doing what he's been doing for a really long time. Yeah, I think that's the thing. He's 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 um not all of a sudden, but he does get a lot of um a lot of coverage and he does um he's very vocal right now about talking about the evolution of the agency model and he's got a really interesting agency model that he's created and he talks a lot about how technology has changed creativity and changed the uh the whole agency world and how not enough creatives sort of know enough about technology and how all of this is going to impact production companies and and so on and so forth. But, yeah, you go back and you realize that he um, had companies that were working in production and film titles and, um, you know, then he sort of morphed into an interactive company and he's just worked in so many um, areas and had such a big impact on all of them. And now, you know, you look at RGA, it's part of IPG and it's like... (laughs) just this really interesting and um, powerful and successful company. And, you know, Bob Bob definitely likes to um, expound on all of this stuff, and people like to listen. So, um, yeah, I thought he was... Uh, he was also sort of a shoe-in, just uh, in yeah. terms of having having a consistent impact. And that's, that's part of what we tried to do, is get people who... Um, I didn't want to make the list all about back in the day, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why I have sort of some younger people in there who were were maybe more influential in the second half of the 20 years, um, and then people who have just been consistent players. And you know, well, you have like, Spike Jones like John in there. He's, he's on the younger side. What's that? You have Spike Jones in there. He's on the younger side. How did he make the list? Um, yeah. Again, you know, if you look at his um, career, it hasn't hasn't really spanned that long of time relative to other people. Mm-hmm. But in terms of um, influence and impact, you know, from his music video work and his commercial work, if you look at the commercial work, I think um, Spike Jones and Frank Budgen, for the number of commercials they do and have done mm-hmm. and the amount, you know, just how amazing each and every one of them has been and the amount of impact it's had on on creative people and on sort of, the visual language, I think that um, the directors we chose were the ones who really sort of changed the way we look at, um, you know, commercials and film in general. And, yeah, and I know I was just making the point about John Hegarty as somebody who, you know, has just been a consistent player. His agency was formed right around the time, you know, it was just before 1986, I think it was 1982, and mm-hmm. to this day, I mean, you look at BBH London and just how they're, completely um, not only doing amazing work, but changing what an agency can be. Um, it's amazing. Cool guy. And I love his quote in terms of you were talking about creativity and all the different quotes. His quote is actually creativity, his definition, the opposite of accountancy. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and we asked, we asked everybody when we did our write-ups <clears throat> to just sort of, you know, have a comment, and we put their comments at the end of the write-up, and his is, just in a nutshell, is like the only thing he wrote back was, you're only as good as your next idea. And I think that's just such a great, you know, kind of sums up what I just said, that he's just 
keeps on keeps on going. Well, I like what Frank Budgen says at the end of his. He says oh, going into funny? advertising is like going to Transylvania. Charming people sink their teeth into you and suck your blood, and the next <laughs> thing you know, you're one of them. They also stay out very late. <laughs> I know. I it's very, funny. very funny. Like, do you think he has some mixed feelings about, about advertising? About He's, of success. course, a, an XM agency creative turned director, and... Um, uh, looking for his first feature film, which will be amazing. Oh, that that should be very, very interesting. Is there any one other person on this list that we should talk about before we move on? Let's see. Who else can we talk about? Because I'll tell you one thing that I thought was really interesting is that you have Steve Jobs and Jonathan Ive on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, I think that's, you know, what we wanted to do with the list was if you look at the impact they've had, um, on branding, and also just on our lives, you know, mm-hmm. like just think about your own life and think about, you know, the way that Jonathan Ives' designs have um, have changed everything, the world of music and so on. I think they, was a, they were a natural. And, you know, people like Phil Knight, who's obviously, you know, it's not a quote-unquote creative person, but just the the impact that that brand has had on the world of creativity and the inspiration, I guess, um, has just been phenomenal. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about, um, I guess, another thing that the creativity question, is that going to be a new section too? Yes. It's a new thing that we're doing in every issue where we ask a, um, you know, not a, <laughs> not a dumb question, but sort of a, a very simple open-ended question that, that can have a lot of different answers. And that question is going to range from, you know, depending on the issue, it'll be everything from, hey, what do you think of this ad or mm-hmm. whatever to, you know, sort of bigger issues. And the one that I chose was, you know, the whole mobile discussion because, um, you know, I do want to bring in some some tech-related questions to this group and, um, you know, because they're impacting just so much the way creatives are working. So, um, yeah, sometimes the question will be directly related to creativity, per se, um, or sometimes it won't. So it's designed to bring in different viewpoints. So each question will be answered by, you know, a group of people that can be media people, creatives, tech people, production people, marketers, whoever. Um, so this, the mobile question came about <clears throat> because I've had so many um, – you know, it's obviously an emerging area. And when I talk to people about it, there's, there seemed to be sort of a demographic divide. And mm-hmm. some people just go, you know, I don't get it. Who, <laughs> who's going to watch? What are they going to watch? Um, so I just thought I would um, throw that out there and have a couple of interesting different people answer it. I like the way you phrase it. Does anyone over 17 really want to watch TV shows on their cell phones? Yeah. And what do consumers want to see on their cell phones anyway? And, you you know, you you ask a number of creatives, including Paul Wilmington, who I know well from when he was at Media Kitchen, which is a part of MDC, mm-hmm. and Neil Powell from Margiotis, who's actually going to be my guest next week. But oh. um, what do you think were, were the main responses? And, I mean, do you agree? I, I guess that's a silly question. Of course you know what the main responses were. You have it written down. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> of this emerging technology, though? I mean, your own opinion after going through all of what all these creative answers back. <laughs> right. Um, I think that it's just inevitable that um, the mobile platform become huge. I mean, if you just look at the numbers, I think I just read recently there'll be 36 million users watching video on mobile phones in, by 2009 or something. Yeah, and I think that's even, you know, maybe conservative. But anyway, so I think ultimately it's going to be hugely important. It's just right now figuring out what what the best kind of content is, and also just um, you know waiting for some sort of critical mass to be reached because not everybody is enabled yet, and so on. So I think like anything, some people are bound to sort of poo-poo it at first, <clears throat> and then people start doing stuff just because they can do it, and then people figure out how to really make it work. So I think that. It hasn't been worked out yet, what, what really is sort of the killer app for this. You know, right now, obviously, there are things that make more sense, like music and short sort of clips and sports and so on, but it will be uh, huge, and we're hoping to cover it. Yeah, I think that that's a great part. That's sort of a, a new focus to, uh, to creativity. So let's take a short commercial break, 
And when we come back, we can talk about some of the work that you guys featured as the best work in the, uh, in the last 20 years. We'll be back right after this short commercial break. Sit tight and don't move. The Hook. We'll be back after this short break. Increase your organization's bottom line with unique, highly effective, permission-based email solutions from Exact Target now. Discover why more than 4,000 organizations worldwide rely on Exact Target's on-demand software for strengthening customer relationships and controlling email throughout their enterprise. Get superior technology and support for bottom line business impact with Exact Target. Visit www.exacttarget.com today. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch searchmedia.com today. choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. From WMR Studios, from Academy Award-winning producer, Mr. Producer, and Academy Award-winning director, Mr. Intern, comes a two-hour roller coaster ride of thrills. Excited about the uh, different things that are going on here. Chills. Wow, that's excellent. And pure adrenaline. How you doing today, Greg? Excellent. 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 And again, sounds like the show's going pretty well for you. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Next Stuff Now's Chris Tolls. Excellent. And uh, welcome to Next Stuff Now. Good karma's good ROI, Greg Nyland. Trying to put your hole in the dam with all the cracks. You know, as soon as you get one, there's always a new one. Excellent. Starring the blockbuster event of the summer, Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Um, yeah, that's excellent. Critics hail it as the best buddy movie of the year. East meets West in this laugh-out-loud box office classic. Excellent. You'll cry. You'll cheer for Chris and Greg's Excellent Adventure. Rated EX for excellent. Check out Next Stuff Now with Chris Tolls, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, and Good Karma, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Excellent. Now back to The Hook. The intersection of advertising and PR. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Okay, welcome back. I'm Katie Kempner, and today I am very pleased to be joined by Teresa Easy, editor of Creativity Magazine. We are talking right now about uh, Creativity's 20th anniversary issue, which just recently hit the newsstands. And I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about the work that you guys um, spotlighted as the best stuff for the last 20 years. What do you think? Sure. Um, love to. What we did, again, um, we looked at the work um, that was made in this time period, and we drew up a list of what we thought um, off the top of our pointy little heads was the best (laughs) work. And then we canvassed the creative community and um, got a lot of responses from creative directors and directors and different people about what they thought was the best work and then came up with this um, sort of list of top commercials and print ads and interactive campaigns. Um, Uh And we're also, just as a side note, um, showcasing the work on our site, adcritic.com, and we're encouraging people to go, and we're posting up a couple of spots every week, and you can go and vote on what is your favorite and why and put your comments in. And uh, and, um, in the next couple of months, I think in mid-June, we'll sort of announce based on our audience voting which is the um, top, the favorite spot 
of the last 20 years. So that should be interesting to see. So, you know, just going through this list of, of work, and again, it's, it's really difficult to put a, a list like this together. There's a lot of great work that's left off. But um, this this work sort of emerged as the stuff that people pointed to and that we pointed to as um, the best work, the names that kept coming up over and over and over again. You know, you've mm-hmm. got things like Guinness Surfer, which um, is a spot from 1999, which is one of my personal favorites. Um, which, How come? Well, I think, you know, on one level, if you look at it, it's just it's a stunning, just absolutely amazingly beautiful piece of film. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you can't help but appreciate it on that level. I think it's one of the most beautiful ads ever. If you look at the um, direction Jonathan Glazer directed, the writing, the music, which when I first saw this ad, the music just so stood out. At, for that time, it was so unique. It was an electronic track from left field. Um, it was embellished by the composer Peter Rayburn. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also based on a great idea, the idea of waiting. Um, you know, if you look at that campaign, the Guinness campaign that was based on that, any one of those ads could have sort of been on this list. It's kind of like the Stella Artois reassuringly expensive campaign. If you take a concept that's not necessarily always seen as a positive and um, make it work for the brand and make the brand stand from something. So I think this commercial also represents a, a certain kind of big production commercial, you know, obviously a hugely expensive, enormous production that you saw during certain eras especially in the UK and you know it's really the antithesis of the more of the pared down kind of spot that would come along later um spots like this is sports center which is also on our list an amazing campaign yeah i love from, the, i love that spot the spot from honda motors i mean it won that one it won the grand prix at cannes last year pretty much every other big award show last year and that sort of is a spot that is not the norm mhm right Absolutely. I think that, and that's why it's, it was so hard-hitting. It was obviously really um, fun to watch and had an amazing, amazing song that stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but it's just the concept of, of hate. It's just, you know, you had to stop and take notice. And then when you thought about it, you know, um, hate something, change something, make something better. It's just such a, a powerful and really unique for advertising um, statement and it really you know it served the purpose they're talking about a new diesel engine and so on um so yeah i'm an amazing ad and i was very happy to um include something that was very recent in this list because i have a pet peeve which is people who always say things were better back in the day there are, well, there you, are some creative directors and and directors that i talk uh-huh. to who are just that's all they do is you know Oh, they don't make them like they used to. And it, it drives me crazy because I really think that um, if you look at the evolution of advertising, overall I think it does just get better and better. You know, your, uh, the audience gets more and more sophisticated and you're just doing more and more interesting things. So I think it's a bit of a cop-out to say that the, the advertising industry peaked in the 60s or something because I yeah. think the, uh, in many ways the best days could be ahead of us if um, you know if people really embrace change and and doing different things. Anyway, well, what are you really looking forward to covering going forward? Because I, I saw that you said that in your editor's letter about, you know, you don't want this to be an issue just about the past, but you want to, people to revel in the glory but still look towards towards uh, tomorrow. What are you looking forward to covering going forward? Yeah, I mean, I, just so much because now if you look at it, the, the field is so wide open. Like we're covering games and toys and design of every kind from, you know, automotive design to package design to everything and just really looking at all the ways these things are are interacting. And and now, you know, I'm looking forward to real sort of integration. I hate to use that word. So I'm looking forward to that, just, you know, covering more stuff and talking to more people. I'm also looking forward to um, sort of documenting the changing role of the creative director. Mm-hmm. So I think that's sort of an interesting um, thing right now in that the agency creative director has the opportunity to um, have the conversation with the marketer at the highest level. Marketers need creative thinking right now, and so theoretically the role of the creative director could be hugely expanded and they could really be at the seat of power. Um, and you're already seeing it happening, you know, the best creative directors now are really 
really, really more and more influential as arguably the, the influence of the, um, the suit, if you will, has declined, the account manager, not the planner. So that's, that's kind of an interesting thing I'm looking forward to. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing more in the consumer-generated content and how that's going to evolve and how consumers are having more and more influence over brands' messaging, mm-hmm. as well as um, looking forward to covering more markets, trying to expand geographically the, the creative area that creativity is covering and, you know, looking forward to covering more from Asia and different parts of the world as that becomes more and more important and some really interesting work is coming out of there. Well, so, you also talk in the issue about a new kind of agency, which has come up, and you talk about BBH and CPB. I, I try not to make this a CPB show, and yet still insert CPB when appropriate about <laughs> mother. You know, the, these agencies, all these agencies created a new kind of uh, workplace, really, and they also changed, you say they changed the game, and I think... Um, Especially when you look, just because I know CPB the best, you know, you look at Burger King awarding us their business without a review and Volkswagen awarding us their business without a review and reviews changing and advertisers looking more likely to forego the global agency in exchange for great creative. I mean, why do you think that this sort of emerged as it did? Well, I think that, um, you know, if you looked at some of the agencies that emerged Right around this time, and again, I'm sort of lumping in some agencies that um, were formed before this time period, a little before, but it's sort of in the same era, agencies like HHCL and BBH and so on. And I think that they um, sort of just embraced real creativity and being able to offer marketers hands-on thinking that put the idea first and that wasn't beholden to a, a certain media or a certain approach, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I think that the the publicly traded holding company owning most ad agencies and purporting to offer a bunch of semi-related services under one umbrella model didn't seem to be the best thing that happened to creativity for a while. And I'm not saying that, you know, all all agencies belonging to holding companies are bad, obviously, because present company included, there are some that are, you know, holding company models that are interesting and so on. And if you look at Try a Day, which is an amazing agency, anyway, I'm getting off track. It's um, so, but if you look at that overall, it, it tended to, you know, big agency model had its problems in terms of creativity. And so you see these emerging agencies, and you know, I think marketers can now just pick and choose the, the creative solution that they want. And you know, the media companies can be the sort of global distribution mm-hmm. in some cases. Um, so it's a really interesting time, and I think what's happened is that that, that shift, and yeah, if you look at ag- smaller agencies winning huge, huge pieces of business now, and that, you know, m- more big marketers choosing these agencies, it's had the impact of making the big agencies better, too, as they are, you know, trying to reorient themselves to sort of idea-first thinking and getting interesting creative directors in, obviously. And um, so I think it's, it's just had a, an impact on everybody. So here's the last 20th anniversary question. I know you guys are having <laughs> a big good. bash this week, which uh, is the talk of the industry, and I can't wait to go. I know you're worrying right now that I'm going to ask you what you're going to wear. <laughs> Since we've had several conversations about it, and I actually am going to tell you, but not right this second, what I'm going to wear because I just found it last night. But um, I think uh, people can't see you, but you're absolutely gorgeous. So a lot of people are waiting to see what you're going to wear, not just me. But tell me a little. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's true. I I, I hate to tell you this. The the answer is I don't know. You don't know what you're going to wear. I'm trying to break out of my, you know, jeans and a top uniform, make a bit of effort for this, but um, stay tuned, I guess. (laughs) Stay tuned. Well, tell me just very quickly, anything that's going to, like anything about this bash that, uh, you know, you're really looking forward to or you can tell us ahead of time a little tidbit. You know, what I'm looking forward to is is just having a party and just being able to have a drink with, uh, you know, 
these people that have supported us and been in the magazine and so on with no, you know what I mean? <laughs> there's no panels. There's no discussion. <laughs> there's no work. It's just everybody getting together for a drink. We're gonna we're gonna be showing um, the work, the TV spots, you know, just while the party is going on. So you can, as you're staring around vacantly, you can look at the commercials. And um, it's just mm. gonna be a fun party. And I really wish that we, you know, we could have invited our whole thirty-three thousand subscribers. But uh, I guess I wish it could be bigger. But it'll be fun. And I'm really just looking forward to uh, having a drink. <laughs> An underlying theme. <laughs> well, I, I think it's going to be a blast, and I'm really looking forward to going. We're going to take a very short commercial break, come back for one or two more questions, and then you're, uh, you're done. So we will be right back after this short commercial break. Sit tight and don't move. The Hook will be back after this short break. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune it's all about links baby content is king but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major fortune 500 companies Textlinkads.com is your source for securing relevant links Baby, textlinkads.com. Now back to The Hook. The intersection of advertising and PR. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Okay, we are back. I'm Katie Kempner, and I am talking with Teresa Aizi, editor of Creativity Magazine. Hello, Teresa. Hello, Katie. So this is a very small advice portion. Um, as a PR person, I have to help out my fellow PR peeps. Mm-hmm. So let me just ask you, what is the best way to contact you or and or to get work to the magazine? Are you not the right person to contact? Um, the best way to contact me generally is via email and um I should respond within a couple of days. <laughs> sometimes, it takes, <laughs> sometimes it takes me a day or two, but um, usually I will get back to you. Voicemail, on the other hand, it can be, uh, you know, it can be a little longer. So email is the best way. And in terms of sending work, you can send work directly to me. What, what I've done over the last little while is um, incorporate creativity and ad critic a little more so that they operate a little more in unison. So you can send work for Creativity Magazine and for Ad Critic to me and our my five-person staff. We all kind of do both now. So mm. the work um, can just come in one place, and it can be for Ad Critic and Creativity, and it'll be evaluated for both. Can you explain a little teeny bit about Ad Critic? Sure. Um, well, it was um, Ad Critic was purchased by our company Crane in 2002, right around the time I joined the company, and uh, it's it's basically become just a huge thing in terms of uh, a work showcase. We expanded it just from TV spots to print and interactive, and we're going to expand it further. You'll see some, 
You'll see some design changes to AdCritic coming up as well. Unfortunately, we couldn't execute the redesign for both products at one time. So um, that's another thing to be excited about for the future is an AdCritic redesign. Um, but at the center of it will still be, you know, the work. So people submit work to us every day from all different sources, from agencies, production companies, editing companies, and we evaluate the work and post what we think is um, good, interesting, notable for whatever reason. Um, so it's, you know, it's not a showcase of all of the work. It's what, through our editorial judgment, what we deem to be um, interesting. So that's AdCritic in a nutshell, and you're going to see more and more things on AdCritic, like we just started doing our face-to-face -face series that brings in creative voices, in this case, two people interviewing each other on mm -hmm. the issues of the day. So again, just look for more stuff happening on AdCritic. It's become, you know, obviously a hugely important part of our product and uh, extremely popular. I think it's amazing that you guys only have to have a five that works on actually creativity and ad critic because, I mean, you would never know it. You're everywhere, all <laughs> of you. It's very, it really is very impressive. Yeah, so, well, they're great. I have a, a really great staff, and all of us um, just love doing this. I think this this job is the best job in trade journalism, if I may say. And we have a lot of fun and work very, very, very hard. And everybody's really passionate about it. And, you know, that's the other thing about just capping off, putting these lists together and the issue together is we take it all incredibly seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we can have, like, hours-long debates about, you know, a, a certain, like, cut of a spot or, a, you know, a director's style or an agency or whatever. So it's, it's a fun job. Well, it shows, I think. I think if you can have fun in your job yeah. and make a difference. But, but actually, I shouldn't be saying what I think because this is my final question to you. Oh. <laughs> You're like, finally. Okay, thank goodness. I wanted to ask you if you have any advice for someone who's listening who may be starting out or looking to make a change. I mean, you've been really successful in your career. Do you have any anything that sort of guides you that would be interesting to share? Well, I think that one thing that I find interesting, like talking to people, I talk to people every day, um, you know, about how they got into their jobs and their career paths and so on. And I, I think that the most successful people just sort of start this sounds really, really dumb, but just start doing stuff. Do you know what I mean? If you, you want to do something that you love, just start, find a way to do it, even if that's, if that's not your full-time job. If you're, you start thinking in the direction that you want to go and you start doing things in that direction, I think mm -hmm. things will happen. There's a great um, John Hegarty quote. Um, he, we had dinner with him in Cannes last year, and we were talking about this, and he said, just do interesting things, and interesting things will happen to you. And I, I think that's a good piece of advice. So I'd take John Hegarty's advice before I'd take mine. Um, <laughs> well, so I guess that's, that's, well, that's excellent. You know what? I had such a good time. Will you come back again? I will. Thank you. Is that an hour already? I know. Can you believe it? Time flies. I told you it goes quick. Well, <laughs> Teresa Easy, thank you so much. Have a fabulous bash, and we will talk with you again. Bye-bye. Katie. Bye. And thank you for listening. That's all we have time for today, but please join me next Tuesday at 2 o'clock when I talk with Neil Powell, Creative Director of Margie Otis for Tita Powell at the intersection of advertising and PR on the hook. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. WebmasterRadio.fm